shall not be moved like a tree planted by the waters. Amen. Reminds me of Psalms 1. Amen. Amen. What's the great thing about a tree planted by the water? Christians need from their church family. Yeah. But I decided to switch gears yeah. and do the one I did and do this one this evening. Because, believe it or not, it's no sin being seen. That's right, man. That's right. And I understand, believe it or not, once upon a time I was single. Yeah. And even way back then, some 30 years ago, people tend to look at you kind of funny. And when I say funny, I don't mean hee hee ha ha. You always suspect. You always suspect, and it's not fair. And believe it or not, single people have a lot to contribute to a congregation. Even though often and many times they are shunned away from and sometimes they are even led to feel like they don't have a place. Mm -hmm. But single people play a very vital role in the congregation. And so often and many times we neglect to address and to acknowledge their importance and what they can contribute. Hebrews 3 and 13 encourage one another day after day long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Amen. What I hope to do this evening, uh, quickly, is just hit some points to reaffirm and to let our single folks know we do care. Right. We do have a concern for you, and uh, you're not suspect. I speak for myself on that. Amen. You're not suspect. You want to be single? You have a right to be single. Amen. God does not condemn you being single. Paul even said, I would that you would even be what? As I. Yes. And believe it or not, everybody ain't marriage material. That's right. Sometimes folks want to push folks into marriage because they miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm miserable. I'm stuck with this. I don't like the fact that you can come and go and you're living the life and having a good time, and I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not the way it ought to be. Being single should be an enjoyable life. Man. But yet still, godliness should be at the top yeah. of the life of living single. Amen. There's no substitute for that. And being godly and being single is a, is a, is, oh, it's a wonderful combination. Being single, you have freedom to serve and to do and to come and all this without giving account to 
a spouse. Yeah. Hearing the complaints or concerns about a spouse. Being single, you have the freedom to serve and to do and to just give yourself in service. <coughs> but it's so sad, many in some congregations look down on singleness. I don't look down on I encourage our single people, look, get involved. Yeah. Keep yourself busy. Yeah. Man, you can, you can be such a great lifeline around here. Amen. Stay busy. That's something for you to do. And believe it or not, there are other people watching you, not to find out any bad things you're doing, but they are encouraged by your spirit. Being single is not a disease, and people should not treat single people as if they have a contagious disease Man. or defect. Cartoon said, you're just too picky. That's why you ain't married. And somebody said, all right, I promise to marry the next guy I meet. Don't. That's not how it ought to be. And let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with being picky. Better be picky. Or you just ain't up with a piece of meat. Yeah. <coughs> and that go both ways. Yeah. <coughs> piece of meat that don't even know how to boil water without burning. <laughs> anyway, the honest truth is that a lot of singles are content with their situations and aren't rushing to get married. And we recognize the blessing marriage can be. Yet we should also recognize the blessings being unmarried can also be. Even so, no matter how much of the world singles try to keep out, single Christians are still confronted with a barrage of worldliness and influences that quickly drown out the few directly positive influences of the church. In other, in other words, I don't care how hard they try and present themselves, whatever, there are some in the church who still just want to hold a dark cloud over them. Yeah. That's not fair. It's not right. That's right. It can be, it can be an even heavier weight to bear for those who are struggling with consistent contentment. Singles are fighting an uphill battle to keep their hearts and their minds focused on God's promises, God's view of love, and God's will since they bear these universal burdens without the companionship, love, and support of a man. Now, you look at that and say, well, y'all are finding somebody. Nobody said, you mess around get the wrong somebody, those burdens become even heavier. Yes, sir. See, y'all quiet on that, Sometimes it can become worse. You mess around and hook up with the wrong person. But it's nothing wrong. They're, they're striving to live the right life. That's what's important. Yeah. We shouldn't condemn them for striving to live godly and holy. And like I said before, marriage ain't for everybody. Amen. Baby, mm. will be quiet. <laughs> I, 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 I leaked off the single folks would say amen. <laughs> I'm speaking in terms of you all in favor. Yeah. Satan has cleverly and intentionally shaped the world to make sin look desirable. Hypersexualized music, television, 
How many books, social media, advertisement makes make living a pure life very difficult in many ways since it can begin to feel abnormal, pointless, or impossible. Let me tell you something. That, that not only make it hard for single folks, yeah. mm -hmm. listening to that crazy stuff and watching that crazy stuff, so, it'll mess up married people. Yes, it will. Mm -hmm. Couples living together before marriage. Couples having children before marriage. Infidelity with, within marriage. Misery within marriage. And the dissolving of many marriages are all examples that create disillusionment about the God-ordained, God-glorifying institution. See, single folks <coughs> are checking married folks out. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> and married folks should be living such an example that if a single person is considering getting married, they should see what godly marriages should be like. They are, they're going to see, they already see all of this stuff, couples living together for marriage. And, and the world is trying to entice them that, hey, you should try this. Then you'll know for sure if you want to get married. No, that's, that's not the way. They see couples having children before marriage. Well, and, and you know, it's so sad. You hear all kind of foolishness. Yeah. When people turn from God and start coming up with stuff in their own imagination and in their own thinking. Well, how do you know you're compatible? How do you know he can meet your needs or she can meet your needs and all of this stuff and everything? Let me tell you something. God designed it that the two, when they come unto each other, they should be virgins. Now, I'm saying this is how God designed And neither one supposed to be, quote, unquote, a pro, an expert. Neither one should be able to talk about some, brag about how many times and all this stuff. God designed it that, you know what, both of you be goofy, both of you be just as lost, you go and explore, and if you're gonna, if you're gonna be lost, you be lost together. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody laugh, you laugh at each other. But see, the world has changed things, Bobby. And that's why so many relationships don't work out. Because you, you, you got some who have been around the block and maybe a few miles extra. <laughs>
they want to marry, we continue to encourage them to wait on the Lord, to give yourself to the Lord, to serve God. And God knows the desires of your heart. And he will provide whatever is necessary. Yeah. That's the encouragement our single people need. We don't need to be uh, beating up on them, looking at them cross-eyed and everything. We need to be encouraging them. Keep your standards up. Yeah. Don't lower your standards because of what you're being bombarded with from the world so that you'll settle for anything. Keep your standards up. Yeah. You want to marry somebody one day? You, you think about it. This is supposed to be for the rest of your life. You ain't leasing nobody. <laughs> After three years, you ain't turning him or her back in. And they need to be encouraged. Not looked at. You know, yeah, I know about you too. <laughs> Be careful and guard your hearts. Be not deceived. Man. The world idolizes romance at just about every turn, which sets up an unrealistic expectations on one hand and creates a feeling of isolation on the other hand. The world makes it feel as if romantic relationships, being loved, are what validates a person. You ain't got nobody. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I ain't got nobody. That's what makes me normal. Amen. Right. It is what life is worth living for. And for all the circulating promiscuity and homosexuality and gender confusion in our culture, many folks are going over venturing into all of this abnormal unholy, deviant behavior, yeah. because guess what? Sometimes we push them that way instead of supporting them. And then they're turning around looking for love in all the wrong places. The world will flip the script and try to present unto you single folks that you need to jump on board this train before it's too late. The world already got this thing, I got this biological time clock I'm working against. Uh, I need to hurry up and do something. Well, you can hurry up and get somebody and get pregnant, have a baby or two, and you'll live miserable the rest of your life. Yes, sir. And even if you decide to get rid of it, guess what? Every time you look at that child, you look at that. That's right. <laughs> Listen to this. When the church mimics these worldly, anti-biblical viewpoints, it becomes very discouraging for single folks. Yeah. It adds difficulties. No single person in this stage of life wish to exist. Wish existed. Can the single folks say amen?
Well, see, y'all don't say, man, I'm going to skip that. <laughs> what is not needed? And I, please do not make comments that confirm any of the world's ideas of singlehood, love, relationships, or fulfillment, fulfillment as mentioned above. This would include not asking if a single brother or sister you dating, Hooking up with anybody? Well, a married folk, if every time you came around a single person has you, you still happy? <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel? <laughs> you, you wouldn't like that, you wouldn't appreciate that, would you? Well, be careful what you ask them.
went by her job, but well, she really quit. <laughs> she was working at Fred's. Cashier. Walked in there. Instead of you just saying, hey, 
what's going on? You're not looking chipper today, feeling okay? I'm just asking that first. Amen. Instead of going over the deep end, what sin you been into now? Romans 6, 22, the Bible says what? But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. Man, single folk need to be reminded, look, you, you, you're spiritually free, and you're free physically from marriage, and you, you need to enjoy that. You need to make the best, make good of it. Not by just doing any and everything, but glorifying God. Amen. Serving the master. Make good of that freedom. They need to be encouraged. 2 Corinthians 7 and 1. Somebody get that. Philippians 2, 14 through 16. What is needed is encouragement. Yeah. But keep standing until somebody say amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, the Bible says what? Having therefore uh -huh. these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh uh -huh. and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Our single people need to be encouraged to be holy. Strive for perfection and holiness, keeping themselves pure, not downgrading them. <clears throat> Some single folk. I, I, I can understand why they, they, they get turned off by some folks. You coming up to me looking like you all crazy and you ain't never got anything positive to say. Never got anything to say that spiritually encouraged me. But you're always giving me this look like what you've been doing. <laughs> Shouldn't be that way. That's right. It's not a sin to be single. Amen. And we, as their brothers and sisters in Christ, if they choose to be, or if it's just that they haven't found anyone yet, it's our responsibility to encourage them. Amen. Philippians 2, 14 through 16. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I may, ha may have not run in vain or labored in vain. Now, being an example, encouraging. And let, and let me tie that in. I'm going to drop that onto this last one. An example of purposefulness and fulfillment within marriage is encouraging. We need to be that, that tiebreaker in helping single people to determine whether or not they want to get married or not. That's right. By what they see in our relationship. That's right. Amen. So I ask this question. What are you offering the singles in your marriage relationship 
by what they see in your marriage relationship. Do they see themselves being more miserable or happy? Do they see marriage as what God intended for it to be? Or do they see it as a high risk? When people look at Lisa and I, they should be able to come to a good decision. Yeah. I use me and Lisa talk. Lisa get mad, I deal with her. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't throwing nobody else under the bus. Yeah. So what you trying to say? What my husband tell you? Yeah. Or somebody husband come up to me and say, what my spouse say to you? Yeah. No, no, I, I talk about Lisa, Jim. Because see, even if Lisa get mad, I saw a girl come. <laughs> I'm just preaching my lesson. <laughs> but what are we offering the single folks about what they're seeing in our relationship? That's what I just asked right here. I'm going to skip that for time. Say, I email this out to you if you want. What influence, hope, encouragement does your marriage offer to the singles? God loves single Christians Amen. and can use them in his kingdom. Amen. I'm a believer of that. Amen. I believe that. So if God loves them and he can use them, guess what? Why can't we? <coughs> The love of Christ is felt so strongly in our church families, there is a great possibility the isolation that Satan wants single members to feel as they pursue purity and faithfulness can be eradicated. 1 Thessalonians 3, 12, 13. Sometimes, sometimes we isolate Christians more than a death. And our behavior toward the single, the single feel when they come around, they have to holler, leper, single, single person coming around, single person coming around. No, it shouldn't be that way. The love of Christ is always inspiring, fulfilling, satisfying, and motivating to everyone who experiences it. And it is the Lord's intention that his love be shown by his people to who? To each person. Amen. To each person. You see the scriptural references? Let us intentionally encourage, intentionally hold back from discouragement, and intentionally love. Amen. Our fellow single Christian brothers and sisters depend on it more than we might realize. That's it, folks. Single people play a role yeah. in the church. Yeah. And even though many of them didn't say amen today, <laughs> I still believe they do. Man. Hold your head up. Yeah. Be encouraged. And, and, and so to some miracles, stop being envy, envious and stop being mad. 
y'all laughing, but that's the truth. Some married folks mad. They can't come and go as they please. And they looking at so-and-so, and they just come and go as they please and everything. Well, that's the difference in being single and married. But that's not a reason for them to become your enemy because they're single. That's right. And still your brother, yep. your sister. Love them. Encourage them. Build them up. Is that all right? It's all right. It's all right. Draw. It's a rough crowd, man. <laughs> rough crowd. But the truth is the truth. Amen. 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 I hope you got something out of that. Yes, sir. Because we don't want any single person around here to feel neglected, feeling like they don't belong, feeling like people are looking down on them. And I'm so tempted to say that, but I better do it. so much. And all that you can imagine and think of, he still loves us. You think of how easy it could be if God got mad at us and gave up on us, how, how hard would it be for him to just say, stop breathing? Yeah. But we keep going because he loves us. Yeah. We keep providing a way. We keep providing time for us to repent. He keep providing everything that needed in, in order for us to maintain a proper, steady relationship with him. Yeah. Man, that's love. That's love that just 
gives me a headache when I try to understand. But I'm glad that God is love. Amen. Why don't you examine yourself, consider your ways, and make sure that when you walk out of here today, you're in the right position. You're in the right position that you can say he is your God. What's the number? 633. 633. God gave his best. Jesus hung for you and for me. Hung up for your hang-ups, but he didn't give up. Man, why not give your life to him? Let us together stand.